What up, what up, what up? Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome back to episode two, Project Uplifted. Hopefully your ass is being more positive and getting shit squared away. Just kicking that negative shit to the curb. Yeah, you positive mofos. Positive peoples. So episode two, we wanted to kind of talk about some of our own battles with with negativity and negative self-talk. So we can kind of share a little bit of our stories with you. And we'll probably we'll probably um, go in a little more detail throughout this whole uh, podcast series um, as far as we go. So you can you can kind of see our growth and development uh, and us being open about things. But we just wanted to give you a quick little episode on some of the things that we have battled and continue to battle probably um, every day in the negative world. So some of the things for me. I, I want to bring, I bet you we have a mutual thing here because I think I see it on your list there. We yeah. should just talk about that first. It yeah. has to do with like, I guess you could say appearance, body, that kind of thing. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Also, that's, that's a good one. Um, that's been a huge, um, kind of a barrier for me, not only internally, but I think it, it spills over to my external world and like, you know, relationships and, and being around people and, and building relationships just because I, I have some insecurities when it comes to, uh, I'm, I'm actually getting a lot of that under control now, but it's been a, a battle for me for quite some time, just, just by being that confident in how I look, you know, and that translates to how I feel when that brings a negative, like, you know, I wish I was stronger. I wish I was more fit. I wish, I, you know, there's always these bars that are set, you know, by comparing yourself to other people. And uh, I was it's, gonna, hard, it's hard to deal with. I was going to bring that up. Like, cause we all do it. We all like, see instagram all that shit and we just compare and it's like it's not really fair for ourselves to compare ourselves to other people you know yeah because we're all different exactly um so that's that's been a big one for me man but um you know since i've recognized it and, and i I'm, I'm very conscious that i have this this negative self-talk about my my image so it just really motivated me to to start making a change and i've made a lot of headway over the past few months um, since developing these, these kinds of, um, mindset related, you know, tools for growth and development. And it's just exposing that. Um, so I think, I think, um, just bringing it to light and recognizing that I do have that problem is like step one, you know, do you think, uh, cause I feel this way. Do you, do you see like the older you get, the more less fucks you give though? Kind of absolutely because um, I've been getting to that point too where I'm like, you know what? Like I do need to work on this, but at the same time, I don't give a fuck as much. Right. You have to you have to give yourself a break and you have to realize that at the end of the day, the opinions of others don't really fucking matter. And we're probably our own worst critics when it comes to a lot of these uh negative self talks is exactly what it is. It's you're telling yourself these things and you may not even know what other people think or you probably don't know what other people think unless right. they blatantly tell you. So it's like, does it really matter? Or are you just creating this, um, you know, this, this story about what other people, how other people see you. Right. It's not they, even true. They were talking about that on the, the Nikki Glazer episode with uh, Joe Rogan on Joe Rogan's podcast. They were talking about that. And like R Rogan's like, he's like, man, he's like, people think that a whole different thing that, of what people might think of them, but it's probably doesn't even exist. Yeah, and that's kind of how it is. Like, we think about things that other people probably look at us and be like, oh, "I don't, I don't see that. I don't think that." 
Yeah, that's exactly it, dude. Because we, we, we all form opinions about other people too. But, you know, do you think I mean, that person has no idea what you're thinking of them? Right. Um, but they make up their own, you make up your own shit about yourself. That's, that's, um, it could, it could be very damaging, man. Oh, absolutely. Tear you down. Have, you ever, have you ever seen that video of like they bring in an artist and they, they bring in strangers off the street and, they uh they have that person explain to the artist like what they look like and the artist draws it and then they have like a, another person that looks at the the person that uh the artist drew or whatever and then they ask that person's opinion on what that person looks like oh. hopefully that makes sense <laughs> that was really hard to explain uh so and then they compare the pictures at the end of what the person thought of themselves and the artist drew to what the person saw and they're completely different you ever seen yeah. that no, but I, dude, that, it's crazy. It makes a lot of sense. Um, Cause the people that, um, you know, put out the, what they think they look like was like just way, way, way worse compared to what the, uh, the stranger thought of them. Yeah. And I think that's, 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 that is pretty crazy to think about that, that you would actually, you know, tear yourself down a little bit more than someone else that you don't even know. And that just leads me to believe that for the most part, people are genuinely like have good intentions, you know, like they may see you in a different light, but you know, I think, I think people see the good in people and they want to do good by other people. And then and that's another part of our mission here is to, to expose that more and bring that, bring that out. Absolutely. You know, and for me, like with the whole appearance thing, like, you know, growing up as a kid, I was like, I was a fat little fuck, dude. I just, <laughs> I was fat, dude. I just I had a diet when I was a kid and I got big and then like kind of started losing weight in high school. So when I, in high school, you know, I thinned out and then right at, right when I graduated, I, you know, that, that freshman 15, everybody talks about was for me, was more like a freshman 40, but like I was, <laughs> I was powerlifting, wasn't watching anything I, I ate, you know what I mean? And I, I put on weight. I think the biggest I got was 270 pounds I think and like I feel like with the partying back then and the eating I feel like if I wouldn't have uh, made a change then I there's no reason why I couldn't have hit 300 pounds at that rate no you know what I mean so you know I, I had shit I'd say basically one day I saw a picture I was like 22 years old it was like a 70s party we were throwing at my house I don't know if you were there for that one or not but uh, I was in this weird outfit I think I hey, but, but it's my it's my oh shit moment where i saw the picture i'm like oh god i gotta do i gotta do something so you know i i did lose weight you know i've definitely it's a pretty big transformation you know but then like sometimes you get lost right like you focus on like i have to like reflect back and be like man i've come a long way you know and i, I it's easy for some of us i think many of us to, to lose track of that and and kind of think about where we're at and how far we've come and don't give ourselves enough credit, you know, and you know, it, it we're not perfect, right? Like I, I'm on a mission right now to take that next step and, uh, you know, challenge myself to another little weight loss goal that will actually be, uh, vlog, I'll be vlogging about on our YouTube channel. So it's a little three month challenge to, to myself. So, um, but yeah, back then when I was going through that and I was, you know, at that weight, I was very, very self-conscious. I came to realize, and that led to the drinking, which I think I coped yeah. with a lot of things through alcohol. Um, 
but it, it, you know, it's just crazy to see like where I was then and where I'm at now. And, um, but you know, I think everybody, like we've been talking about, I think appearance is huge. So I'm glad we started off with this because I think everybody can relate to that. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, for the most part, it's, for me, I was never like too skinny or too, too fat. I mean, I guess you could, you know, I don't even know if that's a thing to be too skinny or too fat. It's all opinion based, but I was kind of like, always like in the middle, like more, more on the chubby side. I never really looked fit. I was always pretty active, but I never, I don't know. It's just hard to, hard to explain. Most people probably wouldn't even imagine that I had uh, these internal issues just because, you know, looking at me like as a normal dude, I was just kind of pretty average, but I always felt like, you know, even like going swimming and stuff like, damn, I got to take my shirt off, you know, just, just little things that most people wouldn't even probably think about when oh, yeah. they see me, but then they, but it's just my own internal battle that I was fighting all the time. And it's like tears you down and it weighs on you a lot. It's stressful, you know, and it's, it's just, it's always in the back of your mind pretty crazy yeah it's like an unnecessary stress and a lot of us i mean i'm pretty good with it now like i i tend to not really worry about shit but um it's you know when i used to be in that mindset like people i think more than anything stress themselves out yeah um but you know fast forward to like present day i'd say i still mentally you know there you know i look sometimes i look in the mirror i'm like all right i need to lose this weight this is what i need to do um it's probably less negative than when it used to be, but I mean, it's still, still there. Cause, uh, you know, I, I still struggle with, with, with food. Like I fucking love to eat. So that'll be my biggest battle in this three months as I start this challenge, which I'll, I'll go into a little deeper, maybe in another uh, episode, but, um, where I'm going to, you know, eat pretty fucking clean, probably the cleanest I've ever ate in my life. Cause that's what it's going to take to get to where I want to want to be. Um, but the biggest thing I think I've been battling, I guess I can group this in with the appearance thing is I've been battling an injury, a back injury. And I, I've never, you know, all my years of powerlifting and playing football and all that, I've never had like a serious injury, right? And last December, I was doing a lot of high volume training. And then I was going and being on my feet for nine hours a day at work. And I think I wasn't just I wasn't taking care of my body in many ways, doing all that activity. And I think it finally hit me as I, you know, hit 30 years old, uh, my back just kind of started giving me issues. And, you know, I couple, took a couple months off, started feeling a little better, went back to training, not as intense um, as I was, but picked it back up, felt good. And then one day I was doing a movement, I was doing toes to the bar and tweaked my back again, which was really weird. And ever since then, it's been, it's been a kind of a battle. I've been very limited in what I can do. Um, you know, the last couple of months I've, I've been, I've been resting. So I feel pretty good now, but like the biggest thing that's happened in that whole process is I went from having, uh, a dopamine rush, right. From my workouts, which, you know, I, I love working out and doing it for years. Like it, com- it comes natural to me. It's easy for me, but that dopamine rush was like my way of relieving stress. Well, I don't really have a lot of stress anyway, but like, if I did, that was the way that's what, yeah. that, that would be my stress reliever. Right. And I loved it every single day. So when that gets taken away and I'm not getting that dopamine rush to me, it kind of allows some of those negative thoughts to creep in the back of my head. Yeah. Know? I think that that's a good point. You know, when you're in a, such a routine, you start to feel really good about everything. And then just implementing some type of routine and, and physical activity is, is super important. And, and, and like, 
you're balancing your hormones of your body. Absolutely. And, you know, I have a bigger respect for, for professional athletes and collegiate athletes who go through a major injury. Cause you know, when those guys get injured, you know, there's, there's another man behind them looking to take their job. Yeah, right. The so the world is that jeopardy when they come back physically, I don't think they worry too much. I think it's more on the mental side of whenever they go through that. And like, I just got like a small taste of it with my back issue. And I, you know what I mean? And it's, it's definitely probably one of the most challenging things that I've had to deal with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody has their own challenges. I'm not saying it's harder, you know, easier than others, but sure. you know, it's still a challenge that to overcome. And, um, that's, you know, in short, that's part of the journey that I'm going to be vlogging for, um, the YouTube channel for our uplifted vlogs yeah. here. So you guys will see that shortly. And, uh, what it is I'm going to be doing to uh, try and get back on track with the workouts and the diet and all that. Yeah, that's good. I like that. So, uh, you know, that's something we have in common, which is pretty cool and, and being able to talk about it and, uh, you know, we're, we're implementing things to, to change that, improve that. And that's another one of those things where, you know, a lot of people just think women are the ones that deal with the body image thing. Right. And it's, 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 it's not, it's, it's, President, oh, it it's goes, president males too. It goes both ways. And I think a lot of what can be is like, you know, females are very influential on how guys think about themselves because they want to, you know, impress, you know, there's all those, oh, yeah. all those factors too. Kind of, kind of crazy. But like the point you made earlier, I totally agree on like the order. It's, it was definitely much worse when I was younger. Oh yeah. High school is when you're younger oh, yeah. everything's a big deal those college know? years coming coming out of the teens and the early 20s oh dude yeah, yeah it's like end of the world if you just if you feel like people see you in a negative light or whatever you're, or you're not living up to people's expectations that that probably don't even exist they only exist to you that's what this whole thing's all about but yeah it's, it's funny that's a good one another one that i have uh wrote down is um I'm a pretty introverted guy, actually, um, for the most part. Uh, some people may argue that, and that those are probably people that have only seen me after I've had a few <laughs> course flights or something, you know. But because um, I do, I do like, I do like a 180. It's kind of kind of weird. But if I were to go up to a party and and stay sober the whole time, they, everyone would be like, "That dude, like, don't talk." And that's just me. That's my that's my comfort zone. So, um, so I always tell myself, like, I, I realize that I'm that way. And it is, I don't see, I used to see it as a very, like, kind of a negative thing. And I don't think that necessarily is. Um, but it's something that I want to work towards. So it's, it's allowing me to recognize that and be able to grow. And, um, you know, that's what motivates me to do, like, this podcast and, and this whole um, project uplifted platforms going to force me out of my comfort zone as an introvert and get out there. Cause at the end of the day, I really want to help other people. I, you know, I've had my own battles. Everyone has battles and there's, we probably have a lot more common ground uh, than we think. Uh, no matter who you are, you, you can relate with someone on something uh, probably. So, you know, forcing myself to get out of that, the introverted stage and, and expose my, you know, negative self-talks and, and things that I'm battling and, and, and sharing that with people then hopes that, you know, we can all grow together and learn from each other. Yeah. I can relate to that a little bit too. Um, 
I don't I mean I, I would consider myself like a mix of introvert and extrovert. Like it's kind of hard to explain. So so you know, when I met Drew like back in the, you know, early twenties, that kind of thing, like not nineteen twenties, but like <laughs> twenty years old. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> you know, we I I was known for like I, I had my own house, I threw all the parties every Friday man. and Saturday. You know what I mean? And you know, I didn't even realize this until until recently, and I, I think I touched on this on either what last episode or, or not, or just recent, just a few minutes ago. Um, alcohol, I think, was my drug of choice to bring me out. Like it allowed me to, you know, alter my state to where I didn't really give a shit. Uh, back then, I was probably known, probably mostly to females, of being a fucking asshole and saying some fucked up shit, and you know, completely different person. You know, and without that alcohol, like fast forward to what mid I'd say 25, like when I started kind of getting into personal development a little bit, um, I was really trying to kind of search for who I was because everything else before that was, I, I didn't know. I think, you know, the alcohol was a coping mechanism for all that. Yeah. Um, but like now, nowadays I consider myself a kind of like a mix. Cause like I have no problem with like striking up a conversation with anybody, a stranger, that kind of thing. But you know, those, those blue personality people who were like super like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That are like super outgoing, like yeah. super like bubbly and like free spirits. Definitely not that type of extrovert by any means, but you know, I'm kind of like drew drew as well. Like when alcohol is involved, even, even to this day, cause it doesn't take a lot. Cause I don't drink very often, <laughs> but you know, Drew and I've had our, we were roommates last year and uh, you know, we've had a couple, couple times where we've gotten a little wild yeah, it happens for <laughs> and it, sure. It's yeah. it's totally a different. Uh, I mean, we're fun. I think yeah. when we're when we're like we that, all, we all have. I think we we're way more mature now and have you know our intentions yeah. are, are are different. But there's still some goofy stuff that goes on, and we'll probably like wake up the next morning and have like videos of us rapping terribly. But you know <laughs> yeah. things like that. Yeah, harmonica comes out. And it's just like... <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I can relate to that as well. Um, I'd say for me, another thing I'll bring up that's recent. Um, I mentioned in the in the intro, introduction podcast about my trip to Madison, Wisconsin with the CrossFit Games. Uh, if you don't know, I do like video production, and um, I was I, I discovered there was a lot of hard talks on that trip, right? Because I was with the owner of my gym who runs the podcast that uh, his podcast called Feed Me Feel Me uh, with his. Uh, business partner uh, Jeff Thornton and you know we had, we had a lot of time together because me and Durs flew into Chicago Midway and then we drove to Wisconsin right so we had a conversation in that car that kind of hit me right and you know he's been you know he was asking me questions about video and like what I wanted to do and that kind of thing and I had this mindset that I didn't really think was negative until he said something and then I repeated it out loud you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I wasn't conscious of it. Right. And with video production, you know, I, for some reason I had this, you know, mindset of I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I can't charge people a lot of money cause I'm not good enough. Yeah, yeah. And, and during our conversation, it came out that like, I, I told him and like, when I said it, I was like, Oh shit, that sounds so dumb. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it was almost like I was looking I didn't take everybody's compliments because every time I do a video, like people are like, Oh man, this is awesome. You know, but I never like took it to heart because I felt like that 
the people watching the video don't do video production. So they're not looking at certain things. It wasn't like good enough for me to, to like know if my shit was good or not. I was searching for like another video guy to come around and be like, Oh, this is good work. And, and, and we call him there's there's is like, he's like, you're looking for validation for someone in the same field. He's like, if that's the case, like it's never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. They're, you know they're, I mean? they're going to be the first ones to call you out. Yeah. 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 Like it's just, it's just not going to happen. He's like, I'm telling you, you do good work. Like you need to get out of that mindset. And then that was like the first conversation where I was like, Oh shit. Like I was totally getting in my own way. Yeah. And he said that too. And, um, you know, and, and it's okay. Cause like I've looked at a lot of past projects I've done where I'm like, man, I could do better, you know, but my mentor who, who, who does video who actually I got, he Durs trains him. I got connected with him. His name's, uh, uh, he runs TD films. His name's Tom, uh, Thomas. And, um, you know, he's told me, you know, I, I shoot pretty well and stuff. And he told me that it's okay that I see some projects and I, I don't like them. He's like, he said, that's the creative side. You know, if you're a creative, whatever you do, that's creative work. A lot of times you're very critical. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, that's okay. You're always going to have that. He's like, I look at projects I did in the past and I'm like, Oh shit, someone paid me to do that. Right. And, uh, you know, he's like, that, that, that's fine. And that to me, that was like, Oh man. I feel, I feel great that he said that. Cause now I'm like, it's not just me, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was like something recently, uh, with those, with those conversations that, you know, in Madison, Wisconsin, that really, I reflect on still that are really good to have. And that's, that's, what's important too to promote the positive self-talk that we're trying to uh, do for ourselves and maybe, you know, have other people kind of see that it, the circle that you surround yourself in is super important. Oh, definitely. That's probably one of the most influential uh, factors in the day-to-day life. Like everyone says this, you are the five, you are an average of the five people you surround yourself with. So knowing that it's like, you you have to know who to, who to cut out or who to, if they're not along, they're not on your growth train, then, and they're not, you know, willing or contributing to improving themselves and and you, you got to cut them off, man. That's, they're going to drag you down quicker than anything. Yeah. I mean, it's, and you know, like I think for a while, like when I moved out here, you know, I, I didn't really have a group, you know, I, I detached myself from, you know, back home, which I felt like was a very negative atmosphere back in Akron, Ohio. Um, we're now out here in Phoenix, Arizona, but you know, back home in Akron, you know, like everybody's pretty complacent. I mean, in the group, you know, a lot of the friends that I have back there, I mean, they're really, they're good friends, you know, that's, that's never going to necessarily change. But at the same time, you know, when you're super content and don't want to grow and, you know, just kind of stay in that comfort zone, that's not what I was looking for. So I'm getting to the point now and it's taken some time to get that circle of, of the five people I want to be around. And it's, it's starting to kind of show itself now. And I'm telling you right now, it's just, it makes a huge difference in everything because even if, if the five people that you pick that you're going to hang around vibrate at a high level, you know, and are kind of successful, you know, and have what you have, like no matter where you're at skill wise or whatever, you're going to, it's going to force you again. We talked about it, get out of that comfort zone and, and level up to where they're at. Yeah, exactly. You always want to, you want to be around and associate yourself with people that are better than you at things. You know, that's how you learn. That's how you grow. You know, and eventually you're going to, to adopt those skills and those qualities of people you admire um, that are doing things, you know, 
and making things happen. And it's, let me tell you, it's, it's uncomfortable because we had some other conversations out there in Madison where, you know, uh, Jeff, he asked me a question about, you know, J Max media and he's like time, you know, project uploaded, we were, we were getting stuff together. You know I mean? It, now I, the, the goals he was talking about for his company, I could take that and put it on what we want to do for project uplifted. But he asked me a question along the lines of, you know, what do I, where do I see J Max media in a year and like, like these goals. And then he, I had to think about it, you know, because I, I do have a whiteboard and I write stuff down. But like what he was asking was like way bigger than anything I ever imagined, like yeah. ever thought about, yeah. you know what I mean? He, he runs a company called land of lean and he's like, look, I want my company to be a billion dollar company. And then I want to sell it. Like he's got everything mapped out. And I'm like, man, I, that right there in that moment was telling me that shit, I need to think bigger. Not thinking big enough. Yeah. That's yeah, a good yeah. point. And I think that's our approach with this project uplifted thing. I think we have a huge vision. Uh, we we kind of know where we want to go. And at, at the end of the day, our goal is to have a huge impact on the negative self-talk issues that are among us every day that we all battle. So. Absolutely. You got another one? Uh, the one I do have another one that <clears throat> it kind of, kind of goes way back when I was, when I was younger, I was a kid, as far as, you know, it's kind of a, a product of my environment, I guess you could say, you know, and my, my, my home life and my surroundings and things I were exposed to as a kid uh, were, were not the most fortunate. And back then I thought, you know, that this is, this is how my life's going to be for the rest of my life. Like I'm just kind of stuck, you know, I, I don't have the tools. I don't have the resources to get out and do something with myself. You know, my family struggled throughout their whole life is, you know, financially. And, and, um, I just thought that, you know, this is the best that I could do. This is what I was born into and, you know, not going to the best school surrounded by, you know, drugs and crime and, and just stupid shit, you know, like that, um, that I just felt like, um, I'm never going to get out. This is, this is how it is. So, and then as I got older, I finally realized that hey, I have the, the power of choice. Um, so that really shaped my mindset and, and allowed me to start building my own path. And then, you know, I started to realize that, um, you know, I was exposed to the life that I didn't want to live. So it changed, changed uh, my vision dramatically as far as, you know, I need to separate myself even from my own family, which was, you know, a very hard thing to do. But I knew that if I were to stick around, like I would, I would fall right into what I believed and what I told myself, like, this is the best that I can do. So uh, it forced me to grow up really fast. Um, so, I mean, that doesn't exist today. I, I know that uh, I did get out and I am, I am uh, more productive and, and probably accomplished more than I've seen my family accomplish. And I'm, I'm pretty proud of that, but it's still, it's still in the back of my mind and it, and, and I use it as fuel to continue to, to, to grow even more and have a greater impact. Cause I don't, I would never want, you know, a kid, someone that, that was, that's in a similar position that I was in to, to believe that, you know, I, if I have the, the power to change their, their vision, then that that's, 
you know, what more could you ask for? Right. How, how recent was that belief? Like, did that, was that belief still present before you moved out here? Um, yeah, part of it, part of it was, um, you know, with like, like you said, I was still living in Akron, Ohio, you know, I've kind of felt, um, stagnant, I guess, like I may have reached my full potential with, with opportunities if I were to stay. So it kind of forced me to look for other avenues. And, you know, I went through a whole thing of where I, you know, I, I almost quit the job I was in and take to take another job. And then things ended up when I started making hard decisions, that's when things really started to change for me. I started making hard decisions to get out of that level of comfort, knowing that in order to, to make a a true change and, and, and get out of and around negativity that I had to make hard decisions. And I did it, man. And, and that, that was probably what less than two years ago when, when all this kind of went down. I mean, I, I achieved a lot of things, you know, accomplished a lot of goals at a, and it had a lot of tremendous amount of growth while I was there. But I think it wasn't until I got, I don't know that we'd be sitting right here talking about this and creating this business model. If I didn't make those decisions, it right. would never happen. No. You know? Which is kind of weird to think about how the universe and energy works because I mean, we've known each other for a while now and like, like we have mutual friends, you know, like Jimmy and everybody. And, uh, you know, when Jimmy was my roommate, I mean, we always thought of ideas for, you know, businesses and stuff, but like, again, back then they're in the early twenties. wasn't a priority. Yeah. 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 Um, well, our not, it wasn't a priority because our lifestyle didn't match. Exactly. Um, but that was always there. So it is kind of weird how, you know, thinking back, just quickly reflecting back on that, like the past, like, uh, <laughs> like we're here right now. So it's fucking weird. Yeah. And I think like back, back then you kind of wanted things for the wrong reasons, you know, as far as like, Oh, I think money, money yeah, was probably yeah, the, top you're, you're, priority. You're, the money, the, the image, like, Oh shit. You know, we were able to like buy stuff and party. And it's like, that doesn't, you, you may have some temporary success and, and stuff like that, but I think, the biggest impact you can have is creating value for other people. And if there's no value, or there's no passion behind any brand, then it's never going to, you know, it's just going to ride itself into the ground eventually. Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, I had a, uh, I was actually fortunate. I think a lot of like where I'm at today comes from, you know, back in those days, man, I, I got in the post office young and when I was 19, I was, a, I was the mailman essentially when I was 19. And, uh, and I'm sure this will get brought up in other podcasts too, because there's so much I learned from that era of my life. Um, you know, I'm 19 years old, I'm delivering mail at that time. I'm making like 19 an hour. I left when I was 23, I worked there for four years. So when I left, I was probably up around, I think I was 21, 66 an hour. So like for a young kid making really good money, yeah, 10 years ago or whatever. Yeah. It's fun by. But, you know, I'm, for, I'm grateful for that experience because what it did was it taught me that money wasn't everything. You know, I, I, I lived pretty well, you know, I had all the money to be able to do whatever I wanted, but at the same time, I was miserable. And then add the drinking and partying on top of that, like, like, I don't know, I was super stressed out. So, you know, I knew... I was very observant of my surroundings even back then, right? So the closest person in age to me that I worked with was probably, I think he was 40 years old, right? So 20 year age gap, everybody else was older than that. 
I had nobody to relate to, right? Um, I just, I saw a lot of these older people who were not very healthy. Every single one of them did not seem very happy to me. A lot of them would have, I mean, I've talked to some of them back then and some of them got trapped with the, the money trap, you know, post office pays a decent wage and you know, they, they get stuck. So they pick the money over, over happiness. There's so many, there's one guy that I worked with who would have done firefighting instead of been a mailman, you know what I mean? But they, they chose that path. And I knew at young that like, this isn't it for me. Like I'm not, you know, my dad just retired from the post office. My mom just retired from the post office. I knew then, even though it was good at the time that I wasn't going to retire there. And everybody thought I was nuts whenever I walked away from the money. Yeah, that that was again like, what I had to make some tough decisions, and that's that, and that was your big like one of your big tough decisions of that, and making that decision to get out is what ultimately led to you making the leap uh, out here to the Phoenix yeah. area, right? Oh yeah, that's pretty crazy. Kind of similar stories, just different time frames uh, for us on that one. Yeah, I mean it's 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 just crazy to think about, and like I said, you know, I think in the last episode. When talking about the past like this, like it's okay to look back and reflect and be like, "Oh man, that's crazy," you know. But there, there's a there's a balance there because you know to to not get stuck in the past. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter yeah. anymore because it doesn't exist. It's gone, right? However, it's crazy if you ever read any any books about the mind. What happens is, and we've talked about people putting themselves under unnecessary stress. You can trigger. Um, emotions in the present from past experiences yeah. that don't exist. The same exact mo- emotion that you would have had if you were in, like you were when you were in that moment in the past, which is, which is crazy to think about that you can put yourself through that same feeling in the present. Yeah, you know what I mean? We relive that trauma. Yeah. It, which is, which is pretty crazy. And that's wild. The power of the brain, you know, I know. Um, I'd say the last one for me that I got as far as, uh, you know, the negative self-talk is, is kind of what I've mentioned already. Um, we're going to have a couple different series on our YouTube page. One's going to be called uplifted stories, right? Where we, it's going to be like a short documentary. I don't know why I paused there in between that word. It's kind of documentary (laughs) documentary style, probably five to 10 minutes long, something like that, where we're going to feature people who want to share their story of, it could be anything they want. Um, just basically, showing a time where they kind of maybe hit rock bottom and like the negative thoughts that they had at that time and what they did to switch to get out of it. Um, I think it'll be a really good series. Uh, you know, Drew kind of touched on his background a little bit. I think the first episode we're going to do on, on Drew, which will be, I think, I think you guys will like it actually, because we're going to dive a little deeper and uh, you know, and for you, I don't know, is that, is that going to be something that might be something that your fight that would get you out of your comfort zone a little bit? Yeah, right? it's going to be very hard, you know, to, to, um, it's not going to be an easy thing to talk about, you know, cause it'll be basically reliving a lot of the things, but I think the value, um, of actually talking about it and, and, and hopes that people can relate and have a little more understanding about what we're trying to do, you know, I'm all about it. You know, I'm going to pretty much expose a lot of things that I haven't talked about in a long time. And, be pretty emotional for me but i think uh at the end of the day 
the outcome, knowing what I know now and, and the mindset that I have now, I think they're going to be a good, be a good, interesting series. For yeah. Sure. And then we're, the other thing that we're going to be doing on the channel is the uplifted vlogs. Right. And this, this is going to be like, you know, I, I talked about the three month challenge. I mean, there's going to be tons of things on there that we want to do. Um, we're going to do, you know, little, little like trips. Like we're going to do like camping trips where we probably, you know, we'll do some, do some shrooms. And I know, I know it's going to sound weird to a lot of people, but uh, we're going to have an episode here shortly where we talk about psychedelics. Cause um, you know, talking about psychedelics, there's, I mean, a lot of CEOs of companies nowadays, a lot of these popular guys, you know, have a lot of, that have a lot of success have, they, they, they give credit to, you know, ayahuasca shrooms, psychedelics like that. And I don't, I don't see anything bad. I mean, obviously there's a balance between it. There's people that can kind of go a little too far and get addicted and not bring themselves back to reality, but it's definitely a tool to use for, um, this kind of stuff. So, um, but the first thing we're going to do with the vlogs is I'm, um, like I said, I'm going to do that three month challenge, right. Where I, I started, the, I'm starting this new, uh, lifting program by uh, ex CrossFit Games athlete Marcus Philly. It's a functional bodybuilding uh, program, and but it's you know you hear bodybuilding, it's it's different than your general like bodybuilding stuff. He does a lot of different things, and basically it's to. I mean, you probably could do a show if you were going to do it. Um, that's not going to be me. I'm not into that. But his whole thing is moving well and and looking good at the same time, and. A lot of people that have injuries have done it and uh, as testimonials and they, uh, you know, have basically got, you know, rid of all their pain and all that thing. So I'm hoping that this is going to heal my back. And in that meantime of doing this program, that part's easy for me, right? Like I said earlier, the diet portion, you know what I mean? Just need, I just need to clean it up a lot more. And I, it, it's, you know, I'm pretty like, it's been my fault. You know, I just haven't been disciplined in that area. So you know, getting discipline in that area, um, is, is going to be my biggest challenge, but the other big challenge is vlogging this actually. And that's why I want to do the vlog because in my mind, I get weird about it. It's a constant battle in my mind. You know, I'm one day I'm excited. I'm like, all right, I'm going to vlog. I'm going to take my camera to the gym film me working out, thinking of all these things I can film, you know, maybe doing a lot of different things to keep it entertaining. And, but then the other side of my mind is like, no, no, you can't put yourself on camera, dude. You look, yeah. you look weird. You, you, you know, no, no, you know what I mean? Like, no, wait, wait, you know, don't do it. You don't have to do it. You know, like little shit like that, that just comes in your mind. Those little, those little fucking, you know, mental games that your mind, your subconscious mind plays on you. You know what I mean? And so really the vlog is kind of, again, it's going to be kind of a selfish thing where I'm doing it for me to hold or to help keep myself accountable for my goal, which is, getting down to 12% body fat. Um, one of the videos will be me measuring, getting all my new numbers, my macro numbers and my body fat percentage, which that's going to be an uncomfortable video. Cause if anybody's ever had that done, uh, they like grab your, they take that device and like grab your fucking uh, fat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's awkward as shit. So having that on camera will be interesting. Um, but yeah, so for, you know, it's kind of selfish. Like I'm doing this to hold myself accountable. Right. But if you're going to do like personal development stuff, like you have to kind of be selfish. I mean, you can't help anybody else unless you help yourself. Right. That's exactly right. So, you know, also I'm hoping the vlogs after that, you know, people will see it, you know, and even if it just helps one person, someone that can relate and they're like, Oh my God, that's, you know, that's motivational. 
then that's a win, you know? So, you know, there's a lot of reasons why I'm going to be doing this vlogging, but it's definitely going to put me out of my, out of my comfort zone for sure. Because, you know, it's, I don't, I don't really know why I shouldn't be scared of it. You know, I mean, people, people do it all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's going to be people no matter what, who are going to be negative about it. There's going to be people that are going to be positive about it. So, you know, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, that's this whole thing. So there you have it. Episode two, believe it or not, we do also battle with negative self-talk. So there you have it. Um, so we're happy to share this with you guys. Uh, we hope to hear your stories as well as we, as we get further along. And then hopefully you take some value from us sharing our stories and getting a little more intimate, you know, with the vlog series, uh, a little more of a deep dive in our own personal battles and journeys. And hopefully you can learn from that and uh, take it, take it as what it is and apply things into your life to where you can improve as well. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we'd like to hear from you guys. So there's a couple ways you can contact us. Got Twitter, Project Uplifted. Same thing with Instagram. And then we're going to have a Facebook page as well. All your standard social media platforms and YouTube. And uh, you can even email us. Yeah, hit us up at the um, up, what is it? Uplifted LLC. Info. Uplifted Info. Uplifted Info at Gmail dot com so there you have it episode two project uplifted thanks for tuning in and until next time grow with us a little bit yeah dog <laughs> see you